Hi, and welcome back to No Improvement, a sort of funny talk show that explores the vast, untapped potential of TV shows, books, films, and more. I'm Tia. I'm Flonia. And today we are talking about the first, the entirety of the first season of Mindhunter, because we want to talk about the second season, but we haven't talked about the first season yet, so we're doing it all in this, this one episode. Quick wrap up, which, oh boy. Which, yeah, is pretty hard, because this show is, uh... It, it doesn't work in the procedural fashion that many yeah. shows like it do, where each episode is a crime. It's more of like across episodes, we meet murderers and get their insight and they into other murderers. Too. It's yeah. not like you have one per episode. It's like you'll meet one and then they'll come back. I mean, mostly like a one important one in the season, but like we'll get to right. that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Netflix did manage to make their like what you missed on last season of Mindhunter video, like, three minutes, so, you know. <laughs> some, some person was just struggling through that. Yeah, I was like, oh boy, I mean, technically it is all the major plot things, but it was like, you don't need to know who this character is. If you don't remember them, fuck you. Okay, let's keep it moving. <laughs> yeah, like, this character is not going to appear in season two, so. <laughs> moving on. Yeah, so we meet... How many, I guess, murder or psychopaths, I guess, is the term that they use in the show? Okay. Have we met? I it's have two to three. <laughs> the problem is there's some that are, like, not it. as important as others. Or, like, right. the one that pops up just in the last episode who kind of is, like, seems to be more of a one-off. So we have, going mm -hmm. through the list, we have Ed mm -hmm. Kemper. Our, our big... Beautiful big, boy. Big boy. <laughs> Our big beautiful boy who seems like pretty high functioning. Like he's like chill most of the time. Yeah. But it's is, like don't mess with him. <laughs> it's one of those things where I'm like this actor. I like I know people have gone on his Instagram. He seems to be like a very nice person in real life. Mm -hmm. He is so charming. But also the things he's done like Ed Kemper did. Yeah. So awful. Uh, yeah. But it is one of those things where I'm like, oh, God, I hate you. But also, hmm, would hang out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, like, I get why the police people or whoever who investigated him liked him. Like, yeah. he's very personable. Uh, you get, but also horrible. <laughs> you, you get the, the shoe guy, the dude who's into to shoes, uh, Jerry Brudos, which, uh, who boy, uh, as a person who doesn't find foot stuff, in any way appealing and actually very gross. Those scenes are <laughs> rough as hell. It, it's like I felt confused. <laughs> like I was trying to understand what his perspective on. Is it just that his mom real sucked and created this fixation on the shoe when she yeah. burned it? That's the idea? Yeah, okay. I mean, here's the thing, and I think they mentioned this. It's it's a line in the first season, although I can't remember. Mm -hmm. I think it's Wendy who says it, um, where it's like the things that happened to them are normal, but their reactions weren't, um, which is mm, like a real thing where right. it's like, yeah, these things happen to people, but like you don't necessarily go like, and now I'm going to kill women. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, shoes uh, are my thing. Yeah. yeah, although Freud would have a field day with the shoe thing. Um, just because just cause shoes are also your thing doesn't mean it's everyone's <laughs> thing. Like, you just happen to be into feet. I just feel the ghost of Freud, like, <laughs> yes. 
Yeah, it's like, this is not a universal experience, although it can be true that it is your experience. Yeah. Uh, we have uh, Rissel, Monty, Monty Ralph Rissel, who's the one they bribe mm-hmm. with the soda, who, like, mm-hmm. uh, he's not in it a lot, but he is pretty intense. Mm-hmm. Um, we got oh. Bird Boy. Bird, uh, Bird Boy Richard Speck. Yeah, that was horrible. Uh, I was like, don't, don't hurt that bird. Although I guess throwing it to the fan isn't as bad as what Instant. I thought. Instant. Yeah, because I'm I was like, like is he gonna try it. to eat it or switch oh, it? Oh no! I was like, there are many <laughs> options. So at least that one, it kind of just went like you know that uh, that gif of the gu- the um the pitcher on baseball who throws the ball so fast right as a bird is about to is like oh, no. flying past and the ball hits the bird and it just explodes into a ball of feathers killing it instantly like that at least it's instant but oh my god i'm always i always think about that that picture of like does, is he haunted by that bird does he think about it often cuz i well. do I mean, for some reason, that reminded me of a slide. I'm getting a little more off track now, but that <laughs> video of, it's like a funeral or something, and they've got two doves, and he makes this whole speech about releasing the doves, and they fall on the ground. Ah! <laughs> they died. Yes. Anyway. Oh, my God. Oh, man. So, yeah, Richard, so birds. Richard what the fuck? Speck. <laughs> yeah, he did, Um, he he's one of the the big plot point characters because um, he's like one where they're like, oh, he's too smart. So we have to do some dirty tricks. And these dirty tricks come back to bite everybody in the ass. I feel like it, it was it, it was interesting to see how the FBI had this. Well, I don't know. It's weird because you watch the show and you're like, yeah, it makes sense to talk to like, if you really want to talk to people who are, like, committing these crimes, you can't just be super formal and, like, weird and inaccessible. Like, it makes sense to sort of, like, talk to them on their level. But it's also, yeah. like, ah, this is probably just a slippery slope to, yeah. to FBI agents stepping out of line constantly. And yeah, so just, just like, like ah. I stabbed this girl because I needed to know what it was It was, like, our, so it was the only relate. way she would communicate. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, oh, God, like, that is a dangerous line cross but it also seems like I mean we were talking about this before we started podcasting like is is this I don't know like does this main character have uh is he like is his brand similar to the brands of the killers yeah. does, does he, he know have sociopathic tendencies uh, right this is or is he just really into his job yeah and <laughs> like he could nice. have like various other mental health issues right there that plenty. also like seem like psychopathic behaviors like a lack of empathy or a difficulty to relate to people um mm. or communicate right. uh, but he does seem to be like there, there's definitely a lot of theorizing on this and maybe we'll mm. see it elaborated in the second season because it does seem like at the end of the first season he's kind of confronted with Right. Uh, you know, the consequences of his actions. Um, so, yeah, it, it is definitely a thing where he could he could be because he does seem to be pretty charming, know how to get people do what he wants. Uh, very observant. Yeah. Very obsessive. Super feeling. 
Yeah. Um, but he also he does let he in. does let stuff get to him, which we see with uh, <laughs> when true. his girlfriend Debbie wears the shoes, and he's like, "Nope, <laughs> can't <laughs> can't do that." <laughs> yeah. Just having this <laughs> this weird, creepy shoe fetish guy in the back of my mind, which yeah. is also a thing where, like, if you wanted to communicate in a healthy way, you could be like, honey, please take the shoes off. Right. Uh, instead, he's like, no, you don't. You, you, sexy doesn't work on you, which is like, uh, obviously, that's not <laughs> that's not going to lead to, like, you know, no fighting. <laughs> so, yeah. but, um. Yeah. There are a lot yeah, of I think that's that actually just... probably a good a good check mark in the anti psychopath category, uh, where it's like yeah. he is affected by stuff. Um, yeah. Although that could also be like he could have tendencies and want to be normal, like try. Mm. Well, who? Yeah, it's hard to say. And then there's that uh, moment at the end where uh, Ed, the killer, hugs him. And he gets super freaked out and oh, pretty yeah. much has, like, a panic attack on the ground, I think. Yeah, he, like, um, is running down the hospital corridor away from him. And he just, like, keels over and curls up in the fetal position, which I was like, why are more people not, like, dude, you okay? Because they kind of just let him, like, curl up on the ground. Um, <laughs> They're like, eh, hospitals, stuff like this happens all the time. <laughs> He's probably, yeah, he <laughs> doesn't seem to be openly bleeding, so, like, uh, whatever. Um... But yeah, uh, I guess the last could just be murderer fear, but yeah. on our list is, uh, I forgot his name was Daryl, uh, <laughs> De- Devere, I forget how they said it. Um, he's the one who killed that 12-year-old girl who, because of all the research they've done throughout the season, they're like, we know how uh, to use our, <laughs> our brain powers against him. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And this was actually something that happened in real life, apparently, the whole thing with... Um, having, like, blank papers in a folder to be like, we have a lot of shit on you, buddy. Oh, man. Uh, the big rock. Um, All their the, little tricks. Yeah. Uh, it's, th- yeah, those were a part of it. Um, and I guess it was a good way to, like, wrap it up as, like, we, we got it. We, we made it there. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, although I guess the, the end end of the first season um, is someone who we get glimpses of throughout oh the yeah series, and i was he looks like small ed <laughs> <laughs> yeah basically um i was very proud of myself although you know is this something to be proud of that like by the third <laughs> episode i was like i know who this guy is uh like a real life guy yeah uh that's the btk killer bind torture kill um hate that yeah, yep. <laughs> <our name. laughs> his uh, his name is Dennis Rader because his thing was that he worked for a security firm, so he would like go into people's houses, find the layout of the place, then like break in and disable the security, bind them, torture them, and kill them. Uh, oh my god! Uh, yeah, he sucked. Um, he <laughs> the main thing I remember him for is that he wrote like shitty letters and like I think poetry to the cops. As like a, haha, you can't catch me. I mean, they caught him right. eventually, but in like the 2000s, so. Uh. Um, and uh, it was like one of those things where, like the Zodiac, you're like, this is fucking awful writing, dude. Well, I guess the Zodiac <laughs> is better at being like threatening. But mm. uh, yeah. So I am very nervous, especially that I know <laughs> at least that he doesn't get caught. 
any time near uh, when uh, this show takes place, which is in the 70s. I'm like, ooh, very scared that we keep seeing him. <laughs> and he's the thing we see at the end of season one, just burning all these really creepy drawings. Uh, so, yeah, that's don't like don't like him. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm like that mustache is very hard to pull off uh, without <laughs> looking like a creepy man. And you're already a murderer. So it is yeah. two for two. That's <laughs> not good. Not good. If anything, you're giving it away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're giving so, it away. With that. <laughs> that is our our murderers. Uh, do we want to go through our our squad? <laughs> our, our, our good squad. Our good guy squad. Yeah, we've, we've talked a bit about squad. them. You got Hol- Holden, who is played mm-hmm. by by good Broadway boy. I know. <laughs> I keep being like, you were on Glee. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he married Rachel on Glee. Wait, really? <laughs> I'm pretty Aww. sure they got married because the uh, Finn died, so yeah. Rachel moved back to him. Aww. But anyway, a little Glee spoiler for you guys. <laughs> so, I'm it sure you're all like, realized. "Wow, totally enraptured by Glee right now." <laughs> yeah, so it was actually like pretty hard to get in on the first couple episodes because I was yeah. like, "Sing a song for me." I know. I was like, "You have a beautiful voice." <laughs> Oh, man. But, yeah. He, and it was kind of weird. I mean, I guess, like, there's sort of the the David Fincher problem. Um, I felt a little bit in the first episode, which is, like, where he makes them do the scene so many times that you can, like, mm. see the exhaustion in their faces. <laughs> like, I felt like some of the line delivery was very much like, oh, my God, is that Let over? me leave, David, <laughs> please. David, it's been four hours. Last. <laughs> So, like, there are a few scenes where I was kind of, like, like, when he first talks to his girlfriend, I was, like, is this chemistry? <laughs> because it feels like y'all want this scene to be over. <laughs> like, I was, it was sort of weird. But then in the later episodes, I felt like I was more uh, involved in the unfolding drama. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so we have uh, Holden and, our, and, his, and his girl. She's uh, not yeah. really in the squad, but... She's no. a character in the first. Yeah, she season, doesn't really least. interact with most of the other ones except for like one time. So she's kind of uh, just adjacent to him. Uh, Debbie, she is a student. He is not. He is an FBI agent. <laughs> yeah, um, they do meet at a class because he takes classes. Uh, so right. that's good. Um, but yeah, <laughs> she she seems to have her like an entire other thing going we were discussing this because there are theories that bound about like if she was cheating on him if like she was good enough for him which is like one of those things where it's like (laughs) yeah if the actress sucks if her writing sucked if like the character sucked in general like people have opinions yeah it's not like the story is about her and we only see her life through his lens and so it, yeah, I guess, like, people have the theories about the cheating, but I also kind of feel like, well, maybe he was just super absent in her life, and that's just what it's showing. Yeah, honestly, I'm like, <laughs> these two people were not, like, I understand being attracted to people who are different than you, but, like, there are points where it's like, you people are too different <laughs> to make yeah. this work. Yeah, um, and he was just too, he was too into his work, I think, at the time, which is fine, but it was just, like, he didn't have time for her and she wanted that so yeah (laughs) it seemed like she was more I don't know like I guess I wouldn't be surprised if she like started like there's a scene where you see the guy sort of standing over her for a second 
and it feels like she maybe was flirting with him or he was flirting with her or something. And it's like, well, it's not that surprising if, like, um, I don't know, this is already sort of the beginning of things falling apart, and it's sort of like Holden didn't realize because he wasn't there. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that scene is, like, a party where he's late because he, yeah. like, forgot or something. So it's like she probably was like, oh, he forgot again. Well, <laughs> fuck him, yeah. you know? And it's like, fair. So, go yeah, we it. see her moving away. And it feels unfair to him because we're with him seeing him go through all this stuff. But it's also like clearly she has her own stuff going on that we're not seeing and that he's not seeing. And that's a pretty good reason uh, for her to not want to stick around much longer. But she kind of does exist, at least in the first couple of episodes, to like broaden his horizons a bit. Like she takes him to see Dog Day Afternoon and he's like, I didn't realize. (laughs) Like movies could be like like this. People smoke wheat. Smoke wheat. <laughs> She's just like, people do stuff. Yeah, it did seem like she she did broaden his horizons and sort of encourage him to have a more, like, out-of-the-box strategy with these killers. Yeah. Um, but and, uh, it does kind of seem like And he immediately took it too out. far. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I guess since they broke up, we're not going to be seeing her in season two, so like, eh. eh. Um... Moving along, we got our Bill Tench, who, um, fun story, someone I follow on Twitter, uh, like, tweeted about how she was really into him, and then it turned into, like, a giant thirst thread. No! People people are really into him. There's an entire article about it. Someone wrote for, um, I forget what website, um, and I have to say, I'm very sorry to tell you this. I'm into it. <laughs> he speaks no! French very well. And I'm just like, yep, <laughs> that, that's what's going to do it. Bill Tetch. I'm looking him up. I'm looking him up. I want to get He also, more I read his entire Wikipedia page the other day. He has a weird ass life. Like his mother <laughs> was known as the queen of burlesque of like on Broadway. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> honestly, uh, an icon. Um, so it's, <laughs> Mel Magazine, the hmm. this article. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's Bill Tench is the unlikely heartthrob of Mindhunter. Ah! <laughs> so if you two <laughs> found yourself, I think a lot of it is people are like, he's sad. <laughs> I do like really appreciate his perspective. Like at some point you're kind of like, is he just a good old boy? But then you're like, no, he's smart. <laughs> yeah, he's and he seems smart to and he's have, focused. <laughs> like, uh, so with our third character, mm-hmm. although actually, wait, no, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna, we'll go back to him for a second. But our third character, Wendy Carr, mm-hmm. he does seem to have a moment where he's like, I know you're a lesbian, we're cool. Uh, which <laughs> yeah. like, he's like, it's I incredibly obvious. <laughs> <laughs> you are not like, doing a good job in <laughs> being subtle. The first second I saw her, I was like, that's gay. <laughs> I was like, I know my people. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, Bill Ten- he, Tench has um, the most, out of the three of them, like, stressful home situation. Because mm. uh, he has a child uh, and a wife, and his wife is stressed beyond belief, and his son is possibly a little developing psychopath. Uh, mm. <laughs> and... Everyone's really freaked out about it, including him. Um, especially as he like interacts with people 
uh, like serial killers more, and he's like, oh no. Oh no! Man. Uh, I recognize things about my own son, who is adopted, I think. Uh, uh, from what it's, I remember. it's time to invent video games. Let, let your son focus his energy <laughs> into faux violence. And or you can raise Dexter. These <laughs> like, are the. Yeah. These are the. I don't know. It's weird because it's also like, hey, you can be. I don't know. I guess I want to believe that that people with these tendencies can still live okay in this world if yeah. we, you know, create other ways for them to exert their whatever they need to exert. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like exercise. Entire, that seems to be the entire question. Like it happens. The question is raised in the first episode. And I think that's ultimately what we're trying to find out with the conversations with all these killers. Mm-hmm. It's like not only how to find them, but it's the, are serial killers made or are they born? And it seems to be a combination of yeah. things. So like, in the first episode, he brings up Charlie Manson, and he's like, "Was he a victim?" And he like he's talking to a bunch of cops, so the cops are like, "Fuck no!" But like, <laughs> it is one of the. Although on the other hand, like a lot of people have terrible childhoods. Yeah, they also mostly do not go on to kill people. So like, cool motive, still murder. Yeah, um, every woman. <laughs> so, oh yeah, um, but. Yeah, I'm interested to see how that gets explored more in season two, especially since, and I do know this, we're going to talk to Charlie Manson uh, in this season. And I only know it because everyone was like, he's playing Charlie, this specific actor is playing Charlie Manson not only in Mindhunter season two, but also in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. (laughs) Which is like, wow, two really high profile Charlie Manson roles for you, buddy. Maybe he's just like a. He does really look like him. That is one thing about this show. <laughs> That's why. That. The, this show does a really good job, not necessarily with the heroes, because you look at the the pictures of them and you're like, okay, so they're just very similar looking white dudes, and they manage to cast like cool white looking dudes. white dudes. Uh, yeah, but like they look different, and uh, the pictures are all like ah, same age, same face. Okay, that's confusing. Right uh, for for Ford and Tench. But um, the serial killers all they they manage to get actors that look a lot like them. Like uh, the Ooh. dude who plays Kemper is like six seven. Uh, where I'm like, where did you find him? <laughs> Holy yeah. shit! And he's a he seems like a beautiful soul. <laughs> the actor. He's very nice. Yeah. Which, like, he could be very nice. But if I was acting in a room with him and he like stood up, I'd still be like. And I want to run, like, immediately. <laughs> Time like, to I flee. feel incredibly small and defenseless <laughs> in this moment. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't help that, like, Holden, whenever Kemper, like, kind of postures, he just kind of, like, is like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, and it seems like Ed really likes him, so it's kind of like, chill out, Holden. Yeah, like, I get that, that he's a murderer, but he likes you. <laughs> the last speech where he's like, you know, I killed them so they could be with me forever. I oh, yeah. You. And then, like, hugs him, and I was like, ah! That's <laughs> when you tell it. him, I ain't going anywhere, honey, alive. So. <laughs> we can be together. Alive. <laughs> and then when you're dying, you can kill me. And then just, like, whenever he's dying, just be like, okay, I was lying. We'll never see you again. Bye. <laughs> oh, man. But fortunately, 
Uh, Ed just gives him a hug, which Holden pushes himself out of yeah, very he, violently. He has a freak out, but it is a moment where it's like, makes sense. It feels like out. a test. Yeah, on like for both of them, where it's like, Amber's like, okay, how far can I push this? Uh, yeah. And Holden's like, how far? How much can I take uh, before he maybe kills me? Yeah, uh, and I and I love the little sequence where Ed was talking, and then you see them both like looking at the window where the nurses are, like, in, in certain intervals in the conversation and seeing all the nurses leaving. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, ah! <laughs> Something bad is gonna happen. Yeah. It's also a thing where he's been, the entire first season, he gets so close to these uh, killers. Like, Speck, that's what lands him in trouble, which I guess we should talk right. about next. Um, right. But which he I gets, thought was like, hilarious. He gets, like, so <laughs> close to Kemper, and then it's like, oh, there's, like, real-life consequences for you developing really close interpersonal relationships with these murderers. Yeah. Um, oh, man. So, yeah, the thing with Speck. Oh, uh, boy. <laughs> it's, yes. like, the big conflict going into season two. Oh, that's still, still what they are carrying on. Okay, cool. Yeah, I think so, because um, they're not going to let that go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, it ends pretty unresolved. He did a, he did a bad. Um, so, yeah, it's one of those things where I'm like, you are very good at connecting, but you may have not thought through the consequences of your actions. Or like... Yeah. It's like, why do you have to go for the most extreme thing to say that? <laughs> like, I mean, it works, which is why he work. said it. But um, he, it's also, it's, there it's is one procedure. of those things where he clearly knows how it's going to look, which is why he asks for it to be redacted, which is, because it's not really the fact that he said it that, that lands him in hot water. It's that he said it and then lied about it or got someone to lie about it. Yeah. Um, and he... Uh, is pretty good after that at sort of, like, turning the tape around at the moment that he says controversial things. Yeah. Um, but still gets busted for that, I'm pretty sure, so. Yeah, I know. It's like, wow, you really couldn't win either way once he said that. Yeah, um, it's just like, don't you know that, like, all the people in this room are like, don't do this thing, and then you do it? <laughs> yeah. But, um, uh, but, yeah, that kind of leads to, like, his kind of wonder kid status that he has in this first season, I feel like it's going to be um, lessened. Like, uh, hopefully. Yeah, because his ego I do is really like Tension big. Car. I'm like, let them let them do more. Yeah. <laughs> let them lead, take the lead on some projects. Yeah, uh, clearly our our little, our special son is a problematic child. <laughs> 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 like, we got to bring in the other people. Retain a little Broadway boy. Um, but yeah, I guess, uh, yeah, Cars are lesbian. Uh, the, her one, her one plot thread, and this is one where I'm like, she better get more stuff to do. And I think based on what I've seen on Twitter, she does get mm -hmm. more subplot, like personal subplots. Because the one she has in this season is like <laughs> one, her girlfriend being like, don't move, don't move. Uh, and then her moving and then having this long thing where she like, leaves food out for an invisible cat that you never see and one I was and like that never caught the cat and then it disappears and um I think I saw this in an interview the director venture was like oh yeah the cat disappearing is like a sign of bad things to come like someone got the cat and to that I say no <laughs> no that cat is just living free that's yeah what he I just he got adopted by someone else 
and that's why he's not back. Uh, yeah, because they're safe. feeding him. Yeah. Uh, don't I don't accept that that theory. Thanks, thanks, David. <laughs> thanks, but no thanks. Yeah, I <laughs> refuse to accept that. Um, but yeah, I mean, second season, get get her a cat. Get yeah. her a girlfriend. A kitten. Ah. Uh, that's that's all I want for her. <laughs> yeah, she want. doesn't need to solve in crimes. She just needs a delightful person alive. <laughs> just a full episode of her adopting a cat with her new girlfriend while like in between the the tender, really like, intense yeah. murder episodes, just, just to like, sort of give us <laughs> a nice domestic one. That would be uh, nice. <laughs> nice, but unlikely. <laughs> yeah, Holden's just like sitting at home alone, staring at a wall. Uh, Bill's like, like trying oh, to communicate thinking. with his son. And when he's just living a full, full life. Like, yeah, she's just having a great time. She's Let's go to the, the most stable ah. out of all of them. Uh, so Aspirations. Or, yeah, goals for season two. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, those are main boys, right? Is there anyone? I guess there are the people in the FBI who are like, hold on, you're too crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, the other they're kind of talked about. Not, yeah, they're not that important. I guess the, no. the other thing to mention is um, that we get all these smaller crime cases because uh, Holden and Tench at the beginning are doing this, like, cross-country, we're going to train cops how to cop thing. Oh, yeah. Which is how they get um, a bunch of smaller cases that wouldn't necessarily have made it to a national scale. Right, uh, like tickling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, it was like clearly the tickling like, is bad, <laughs> but no one else seemed to pick like, up on I it. I literally hate this. <laughs> yeah, I hate to have learned that this is a thing that people choose to do. Like, I mean, what? there. I do know there is that documentary called like Tickler or something like that. No, and it's is about it? the underground world of like fetish tickling. No, and why? It, like, turned into this huge thing, and I am honestly kind of scared to watch it because <laughs> I'm like, nope, can't, can't do it. Um, oh my god! But yeah, it's like it's a dark and deep underground. <laughs> but oh uh, my god, it's a New Zealand documentary. God bless. <laughs> god bless. Oh, yes. <laughs> they were like, you know, people don't talk about it. <laughs> oh my god! They're... Okay, it was called Tickled, and there was a follow-up special on HBO called Hell The Tickle yeah, Kings. <laughs> I'm proud of everyone who made this, but also I'm scared and uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the move. I think that's the like what they expected, though, <laughs> for the most part, except Basically. for the people who are discovering that they're into it by watching this. I mean, maybe I'll discover that I'm into it. Let's find out. <laughs> like, I react violently oh, to tickling, so, like, I'm pretty sure I'm not into it. Yeah, I feel like I'm not... I would... when If people try to tickle me, I would get pissed. Yeah. I'd be like, I'm gonna... Don't tickle me. <laughs> like, what do you think you're doing? Oh, man. Okay, well, that is fascinating and does provide additional insight into, so that's into like the case holding. Supplemental reading. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a tickling uh, principle, if you haven't seen. He tickles, it sounds like 10 to 15-year-old children, which is like, not. Suspicious. Yeah, who who is tickling people that age? You tickle, like, kids before they can talk kind of thing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> like, uh, anyway, 
very weird. But then he was all like, it's not weird to tickle Peppa. It's fine. And Holden was just like, well, the parents and teachers complained, and I'm just telling you stop tickling. And he was like, I'll never stop tickling. And then Holden gets a phone call from the, like, education board or something, and he's like, yeah, that guy is fucking weird. <laughs> Which and is a thing where fired. I guess you're supposed to be like, oh, my God, he's overstepping his bounds. But I was like, no, that dude was creepy, and he specifically mm-hmm. said he was not going to stop. So, Yeah, Fuck I him. was like, totally fine. That was one of the moments where I kind of was like, I understood why people were mad, like, that don't like uh, Holden's girlfriend, because in that moment, there's, like, the woman who shows up, and she's like, you ruined my husband's life for no reason, and he's like, um, why are you at my house? <laughs> like, <laughs> what the hell? This is creepy. And then the girlfriend's reaction is sort of like, what did you do? Yeah. And I'm I like, felt what the like... What is wrong with her? Yeah, like, my my reaction in that moment is, like, we're moving, um, we are moving <laughs> far away. Like, I don't want to see, like, the relatives of people you've, <laughs> you know, whose lives you've affected show up. <laughs> like, and not cool. Um, but instead, it sort of becomes a plot point of, like, is he being okay um, with what he's doing? And I'm like, I get that she was the way to show that. But also, like, how was her reaction not immediately, like, we gotta move? <laughs> like... <laughs> Like, that, like, if someone has shown up at my door, I'm like, this is no longer my door. We are going <laughs> to find a new door, and that is going to be my door, and it's going to have many other doors that are locked before that door. <laughs> also, like, if you're going to yell at someone, yell at your fucking husband who won't stop tickling children. <laughs> like, Yeah, like, that is weird, lady. <laughs> it's, it's not. Weird. It's not normal. Yeah, it's like, it's not murder, sure. Nobody's saying it's murder, but it's still creepy. weird. Still weird. <laughs> it's like those are not his children <laughs> it's, it's weird <laughs> but yeah so that's sort of um is there anything else from season one that we haven't touched on at this oh point? well it's hard i have the thing that my mom really hates about it uh which excited is to hear <laughs> their wine glasses are wrong Ooh, like <laughs> the like, wine they pour in it no, they're she, the literally the glasses. Um, she's like they're too big for the time period. Um, they had smaller wine glasses mm. at the time. That does also, make sense. Why do Wendy and Debbie have the exact same wine glasses if they're in completely different like man uh, spending brackets and age bracket? Like why? Your mom is about to call up the art <laughs> department and shut some shit down. Like, <laughs> I have questions for the set designer. Yeah, Did you think like, I would not notice their wine glasses? <laughs> uh, for real though, they're drinking in a lot of scenes, so it was like it, we had a lot of time to look at them. So large glasses. Like I remember, I like I didn't have the thought of like knowing the time period well enough to be like, mm, seems wrong. But I do remember thinking, wow, what a hell of a glass. <laughs> yeah, my mom was like, no, that was an import from France, and that only happened in the eighties and nineties before American wine glasses, very small. Very yes. narrow. Prohibition country. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, that's my mom's opinion. Uh, that's no, like that's the good. only thing wanted to wanted to toss out there. I like that uh, she's like, I know this is a murder show, but you know what? They really fucked up. <laughs> and you know what? She's right. <laughs> she has right. opinions. Um, so yeah, 
I guess season two. What do we want? What do we expect? Yeah. So for next, actually just next week, we're going a little a little faster because we want to hit these episodes. We're gonna talk about the first three episodes of the second season. Um, and yeah, I guess I don't quite know what to expect. I mean, I expect there to be more about um, uh, the the binding killer. What is he called? <laughs> you, you, yes. I expect um, to see more of him. Yeah, uh, I guess I guess so. <laughs> yeah, maybe just like slowly seeing his I don't know, whatever he's doing at the time. Yeah, we haven't seen That's him commit any crimes about. yet. We've just seen him be creepy as shit. <laughs> yeah, he's just burning like weird <laughs> drawings. Which... Although it is sort of implied that he may have done some of the crimes that they're investigating, um, like in the uh... small towns. But, like, we haven't actually seen him do anything yet. And those could also be random pervert crimes. So, like, ah. <laughs> Random pervert crimes, yeah. Um, yeah, so that, it'll, I'll be interested in seeing more about him. And also uh, the the son who may be a sociopath. Although all we really got from it was, I still think this scene made me, like, laugh out loud. was when uh, Holden, like, ruffles his hair. <laughs> I was like, bitch, that is not the mood. Like, he's like, I, these, he's the like kids pushing like the this, kid around. Right? And yeah. Like, uh, yeah, basically the one thing, like the babysitter, when, when she's like weeping, um, and like, oh my God, I found this picture under his bed. I'm like, if I found that as a child, I would have been like, oh, what the fuck is this? Definitely yeah. keeping it. <laughs> Not necessarily yeah, you'd be like weird, a psychopath. Weird shapes. What is that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, although it I guess the fact it. that he's like nonverbal uh, is worrisome. Tench definitely seems to have stress about it because he can't communicate with his son. But that's also a thing of like, you know, <laughs> dads who don't know how to talk to their children because they're yeah. never there. Yeah, it seems very much like... Like, I don't know, give that kid some paper, give him some crayons, draw something together. Like, there are plenty of ways to communicate with nonverbal people. Uh, There's plenty of psychopathic artists, too, even if he is one. Uh, Yeah, he'll just be very successful. Don't worry about it. Pour that feeling into that craft, you know? Um, Yeah, I'm interested to say more about him because it did seem sort of like. It was mentioned, and we saw the sun, and we saw stuff about the sun, but it's kind of the same thing with the with the other killer that we were talking about a second ago, and that we haven't seen him really do anything. BTK. Yeah, it's one of those things BTK. where <sighs> you also, like, I think with serial killers, like, a lot of behavior starts appearing a bit later, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, oh. They're figuring it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and this is a great opportunity to teach that kid that, hey, don't kill a cat. Don't, oh, wait, that should be my note for the second season, because usually the first step, they're like, oh, yeah, killing animals. That child should not kill an animal in the second season. Yeah, gotta be like, into existence. animals are our friends. Look, yeah. they are our friends. Look, see that bird? It's our friend. <laughs> see that dog? It's our friend. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, we need a... Built, start building these uh, these strong foundations early. It does yep. seem like knowing enough about the sort of mental path that leads to murder like this could imply like a way to 
prevent said path from being fulfilled. <laughs> yeah. And also being like, I don't know, being able to sit down your kid and be like, hey, do you have a lack of empathy towards other human beings? Let me just let you know. Like, that's, that's not that's great, that happens. but yeah. you're not broken. Yeah, and we can still you can work still, on observing yeah. people, figuring out what is acceptable based on what other people think, and then you could still have pretty good life. You can play some video games. <laughs> play some Channel Fortnite. It into art, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just like, you know, pick pick a new hobby. <laughs> pick a different hobby, please. Pick any hobby, honestly. That kid just stares at the wall a lot. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, give give the kid a crayon. Like, what are y'all doing? <laughs> like, oh man. But we'll we'll have to see if any of that comes true. And I'm uh, assuming that Holden's girlfriend will not be in the next episode since he sort of convinced her to break up with him. So yeah. that was <laughs> um, like so. a real like, yeah, this is best for both of you to not continue this relationship. Yeah. So uh, unless she like comes <laughs> back to be like, hey, no bad feelings. I'm like, she's good. She doesn't need to come back. We're fine. Yeah. Also, I think Holden needs to like work on himself a little bit. Just <laughs> be like, get a therapist. I don't know. Something. Yeah. It doesn't uh, really seem like he has much time. For anything except for all his his murder friends right now like yeah. it's a good thing to focus on <laughs> uh, i do have a note that just says i would like tench to speak french but uh listen, <laughs> i like the rhyme. i understand that that's probably not gonna happen but like it could it could happen uh just saying just saying oh my god um, what if the whole time the kid wasn't talking because he doesn't speak english <laughs> and like he's just like, waiting for someone to speak his native language the whole time like, I'm, just, I'm russian i have no idea what the fuck any of you were talking about um <laughs> Oh, oh my another God. thing I'm really excited about in second season, I really want to see how, I, I hope it's Holden who interviews Manson. I really want to see him, like, freak the fuck out. Because yeah. he, I think it's in, like, the second episode when he finally, like, they make the request to talk to him, to Kemper. The first uh-huh. one they want to go for is Manson, and they're like, yeah, they're not going to let you near Manson. So it's like, <laughs> oh, look at her baby, he came so far. Yeah, oh, God. Man, they shouldn't let him near Manson, though, should they? <laughs> <laughs> like, we don't really know. End of the second season is just Holden, like, carving a swastika into his forehead. To, to oh, God. <laughs> it does seem like his, his character could go a lot of ways right now. And he, I mean, it's, he's based off of a real person, so that sort of makes it a little more, well, are they going to stick with the true story? Or yeah. are they going to, you know, take oh. the liberties to change this name and everything? So Yeah, because we were could. talking about, uh, like, the similarities between real life and uh, fiction. Mostly, in, mm-hmm. yeah, they cast such good actors for the serial killers. But, like, mm-hmm. Tench, like, in real life has a son and who, who I guess, is not a psychopath. Uh, <laughs> don't know how that guy feels, like, being an adult watching this, being like, oh, look, that's me. Oh, no. <laughs> but like, uh what? yeah that's, that's fun love to think about that um oh man well, i know I wendy carr is still fun. alive she's a teacher somewhere uh so you know good for her well she that's wild. It. it must be weird to have a movie made about you where you were not heavily involved with it yeah also to be like <laughs> sure. know, there's people out there being like yeah she needs to find a girlfriend <laughs> like, I'm like, i hope she has one and she's not weirded out by this it's just probably like that's not even me y'all <laughs> like <laughs> come on yeah so it, it'll be interesting to see how they uh you know how much they stick 
to what's real, given the things that they've already changed. And also to see, I mean, even what season two will bring, because it sort of seems like the show is moving through a, a very, like, I don't know, like a realistic trajectory of work and stuff. Um, yeah. In terms of it being, like, not every episode is a case and, and things like that. So it'll probably, like, I don't know, evolve pretty, <laughs> I feel like pretty organically and probably won't feel, I don't know, I feel like one of their challenges will be, you know, figuring out what the big climactic moments are. Mm. It's like for this season, I guess it was the hug. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, that was definitely like climax of the, the what his, everything was building yeah. to. Yeah, and the last episode in particular. Uh, yes. And then the subsequent panic attack. Uh, right. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what, like, where they're taking the character and story yeah. next, Yeah, and if I Kemper guess. pops back up in the second season. Ugh, gives more hugs. <laughs> <laughs> Just, like, like, shows up in the room and he's like, hey, hold it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, oh, man. Which, like, our, I know he's a serial killer, but God, getting a hug from someone who's, like, almost seven foot must be, like, very relaxing. Like, hugging Totoro. Like, just <laughs> full body. Yeah, you're just like, wow, I feel so comforted. And then you're like, oh, no, this is a murderer. <laughs> squeeze me to death. Um, and he very well could, but he doesn't. Yeah, and that's what's important. Oh, <laughs> So, yeah, uh, I think we have... Wow, we got through this in, like, a relatively normal amount of time. Good yeah. on us. Well, uh, I will say that a lot of the characters, I feel like they had to work through a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, but thanks to their good work, we were able to, <laughs> like, already know what, what was worth talking about. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting to see how it continues into season two. Um, like I said before, we'll be watching episodes one, two, and three of the second season next week. We um, And, ooh, one thing we should do, which I'm pretty sure I forgot to do last time, which is create as a sign-off. <laughs> ooh. ooh, ooh. Um, uh, mm. Oh, man. It's hard. Be, I mean, like, don't be a serial killer is, like, an easy one. So. Yeah, that's a, that's a basic starter starter one yeah it's just why <laughs> like why seems like it's hard and you'll probably get arrested and it'll suck so <laughs> leave those sweet little animals sweet little peeps alone and uh play some play some video games <laughs> the moral of my story play world of warcraft and then you can war you can warcraft away yeah, and also, I think my advice would be, if you're, you want to be a serial killer, you should have done it before the 70s, because that's when you could really get away with, like, fucking anything. Yeah, yeah, before It's DNA a lot harder now, so. Yeah, it's like, serial killing peaked back then, we're all over it now. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, If you're thinking you about becoming a serial killer, like, now, how about yeah, you just gonna, pick up a different hobby? It's gonna be way hobby. too hard. It's gonna be way too hard. Like, I mean, Become I feel a like botanist. Yeah, you could grow some crazy plants. Um, I don't know. You could like, like, um, I don't know what people do. Play play guitar. <laughs> I don't know. Literally like, what are else. what are hobbies? <laughs> you used to start a podcast about how, how you resist your your killer instincts. Although that would be bad because that would be evidence against you. So, yeah, just just uh. 
just don't do it. <laughs> See, I feel like that would be like start a vlog. Like <laughs> just get on YouTube. Start a vlog. Yeah. <laughs> start becoming a vlog. Wow, I would I mean I would believe some of those those YouTube peeps are are murderers we've averted. <laughs> That's that whole ah! Shane Dawson documentary on Jake Paul. Ah! <laughs> that whole thing of like Jake Paul is psychopath. I don't fucking know, guys. But you know what? At least he ain't killing people. <laughs> as far as we know. The bar is on the ground. If you don't murder, you made it. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's pretty good. Pretty yeah, good advice. Channel your energy episode. into YouTube. Yeah, like, just literally anything else. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. It's like Mini pretty golf. much any other thing that is non-crime related. You can still get... You know, a lot out of minus the threat of prison <laughs> or death. So yeah, the, you know, enjoy enjoy the the, the fruits of our um, ancestors' labors to, to bring us to this point. So. <laughs> you don't have to kill anyone. So no, and don't. you will get caught. So why? <laughs> like, don't just. I mean, man, if you get caught, it's kind of like. Well, what was the point of all that then, right? So let's just not even start. <laughs> um, but anyway, on that, on that optimistic all note. Yeah, all crime is now ended. The solution to crime is just find a hobby that helps you feel like you're committing that crime without actually doing it. <laughs> That's the secret to life. Get into Dr. Pimple Popper for that oh. sweet, sweet release. Oh, man. You could do, like, you get a... You could just do kickboxing or, like, uh, what's it called? CrossFit. You would be, like, the best CrossFit person ever. People <laughs> people would be so impressed. Like, That's anyway. where you'll get your validation. <laughs> yeah, you'll get so much, too. People will be, like, fitspo. They'll, like, lose self-esteem over you. Like, Once there again, you go. <laughs> They'll end up back at Creative Vlog. <laughs> yeah, it's just, like, start your Instagram brand now. <laughs> And on that um, note. <laughs> and on that note, we will be back in one week talking about the first three episodes of season two. Thank you so much for listening and goodbye. Bye. No improvement. Why?